0: This radio show is a paid placement. Just how much debt can our country handle and what should you do if you're worried about who could be paying for all of that debt down the road? A lot of people have questions about their income and their taxes and retirement. And if that's you, here's the number that you can call to get some answers to your questions right now. 803-9-RETIRE is how you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. Again, that's 803 Nine retire. Thanks so much for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. I know we have a lot of great stuff to get to today, but first, Pat, let me welcome you back. Hope everything's great with you and your family this week.
1: Uh, We are doing well and uh, certainly thankful to be healthy. So, uh, yeah, great to be here and hope you're doing well also.
0: Yeah, we're doing good. And uh, like I said, we have a ton that we want to get to here on the show today. I think. One of the big things on everyone's minds has been what's going on with government spending, what could be happening with taxes. So we definitely have a lot to cover there. Um, Janet Yellen, who is back, she was uh, the chair of the Federal Reserve under the Obama administration, but now as Treasury Secretary. Janet Yellen says she supports what's going on with the Biden administration's plans to add trillions of dollars to the national debt for more pandemic relief packages. Without further action, we risk a longer, more painful recession now and longer-term scarring of the economy later. So, Pat, Janet Yellen says we should act big on economic relief, but the big question for all federal government officials really is how much debt is too much. And I wonder your thoughts on that, Pat. What's the long-term impact on retirees if government debt continues to rise,
1: yeah, I think, Jen, that when we look at our current country's financial situation, certainly the pandemic has affected us economically. And of course, some families, you know, out of work or businesses shut down. These are serious things. So I'm, I'm not making light of that. And I think that it's good to be considering relief. But we have a massive debt problem as a country. And, you know, I think the number is $27 trillion right now, which there have been studies, the human mind can't even comprehend the word, you know, what a trillion is. So, I mean, we knew we had a massive debt problem when it was $20 trillion. And COVID has caused so many problems that that is escalating. So, I would say, before I even address retirees, this is a huge problem for all Americans. Mm -hmm. Certainly, not only retirees, but people planning for retirement now. And that's a uh, kind of a double whammy for current retirees or people really close to retirement because uh, many of them have saved most of their retirement savings in tax-deferred accounts like 401Ks and traditional IRAs. Well, if you are, let's say, within 5 or 10 years of retirement right now and you're in a 22% tax bracket and you're deferring all your taxes – what happens if when you're retired that money is being taxed at twenty-five or thirty or forty percent because our mm-hmm. debt is so big? Um, you know, and one of the things Janet Yellen said is we should take advantage of low interest rates, which is reasonable, but the problem is they won't be low forever. Right, so right. if we're accumulating this debt, you know, and we don't pay it off, which of course has been our historical norm, that's just a very scary situation for anyone, should be for anyone around retirement or planning for it right now.
0: Right. And again, you are not the type who is busy big into trying to incite panic or fear mongering. But the reality is the current tax situation is not permanent. It, It never was. It was never intended to be permanent. When that law went into effect back at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, it was set to expire in 2025. So we know that it was going to change anyway. And now certainly if we have more government spending and we have new people in charge who might have some different ideas for tax policy, could see some changes here. How do you help people take advantage of opportunities to potentially reduce their taxes in the future, especially given the current tax code isn't always going to be this way, so we should act sooner rather than later, right?
1: Yeah, when we think of taxes, Jen, uh, we want to find that perfect balance between Trying to keep them as low as possible now and in the future. And of course, there's no perfect solution to just avoid income taxes, of course, uh, other than not working or giving everything away, which, you know, (laughs) that's a little extreme. I think most people think, no matter how generous they are. So, yeah, uh, what you said is exactly right, which is, you know, taxes were reduced. It was supposed to be temporary. That was based on, you know, government spending and debt levels that have ballooned since then, which some of that is because of what the government has done. Some of it is because of a, you know, a historic pandemic that we're dealing with. So how do we deal with that? I think the important thing to understand is, you know, the most common tax brackets we see from clients of ours are the 12% bracket and the 22% bracket. So the question to ask yourself is, if you're in those brackets now, what if in retirement, those brackets are 22% and 32%? Um, you know, that's a simple example that we can't just tax the rich to solve this problem. So there are going to be tax increases, David Walker, who was basically the CPA, the head accountant of the federal government, says that this is like this has to be the lowest taxes we'll ever be in our lifetime. Uh, So some people call this the tax sale of a lifetime right now. And that means we need to be not only trying to look at your taxes today. But we really need to be looking at what are you doing today and how is that going to create taxes in the future? We believe by doing proactive planning right now and just being thoughtful about those things, creating a tax plan for you, that could save in some cases tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. So that's obviously – Exciting to think about. And so that's one of those things we just encourage everyone to be thinking about that. If you have a nest egg accumulated for retirement, do you have a proactive tax plan for uh, what you're going to be doing between now and then into retirement and then through retirement? If not, that's one of the pieces of our five step retirement review. We would urge you to give us a call now at 803 9 Retire. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, Call now and take advantage of our five-step retirement review, which would include a review of a preliminary tax plan for you and your family. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. That number, again, is 803-9-RETIRE, or if it's easier to punch the numbers and to just have those numbers as you're punching them into your phone, 803-973-8473. Pat, taxes, of course, a big thing to keep an eye on, but there are some other trends that I've been reading about a little bit as well. Boston College, their Center for Retirement Research, shows 51% of U.S. households are now at risk of being unable to maintain their standard of living. In retirement. So they're worried for whatever reason that the lifestyle they have right now, they're not going to be able to do that anymore in retirement. That was 49% in 2019, and that number has increased steadily over the past decade. Now, it's kind of interesting, though, Pat, given everything with the pandemic. It could have been a lot more of a drastic change there to go from 49% to 51%. So, not as bad as you might think, but as someone who helps people prepare for retirement and you think about it, more and more people every year are worried or at risk of not being able to maintain their current lifestyle or their current standard of living, what does this trend tell you?
1: Well, Jen, I, you know, as someone who's done this for over 23 years now, I firmly believe this is one of the most difficult times for anyone to try to retire in our mm-hmm. country's history uh, when you think of all of the things going on certainly you hit on you know um, with covid um, you know people having salaries reduced uh, people losing jobs um, mm-hmm. people losing businesses mm-hmm. but you combine that with you know most retirees mm-hmm. would love to have a low risk or safe investment pay them interest we have the lowest interest rates in the history of the country um, we also have a stock market that in some people's measures is one of the highest valuations it's ever been at, Uh, so that's risky as far as if that crashes. Um, you look at how much longer we're living, which is a good thing, but we have to fund that with our finances. And then you and I talk all the time about the increasing cost of healthcare care and nursing care costs. So the person retiring today is certainly stuck between a rock and a hard place. And so it's really important. Once again, we just believe it's important to be planning and considering all those risks. And how do you how do you put a plan together that reduces those risks as much as possible so you have as much control over your lifestyle and retirement as possible?
0: Well, and when we talk about that standard of living in retirement, I don't know anybody who says, I want to be worse off in retirement, or gosh, I sure (laughs) hope I have to cut back and can't afford to do anything. I mean, I I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't want to maintain their current standard of living in retirement. So what can we do to put ourselves in a better position so we can live the same lifestyle?
1: Well, you hit on something interesting there, Jen, which is when we think of our, our standard of living in retirement, That is highly individual and we have some people that want to just maintain it exactly as it is but we also have people that will say, you know, we're in our highest earning years and we're not really – we're not worrying about what we're spending right now. So we know we'll have to be a little more sure. strict, you know. And then what the, one of the smart things a lot of our clients have done is they'll say, hey, we're going to try and take care of all of our projects before retirement. Mm. So we're going <laughs> to redo the kitchen or whatever. You know what I mean? So you have the extra budgetary things done. Uh, but the bottom line is, in addition to those ideas, uh, the simple solution to how do you figure out if you can maintain your, your standard of living in retirement is – a written retirement income plan. And we believe this is the foundation of anyone's retirement plan. And all that does is it takes a look at what you're spending now. It helps you look at, you know, what do we want that to look like in retirement, which is Kind of a fun thing to do because you're thinking mm-hmm. about what are we actually going to be doing in retirement? How are we spending our time? Um, and then we look at all your resources and all the different areas you can pull your income from, like Social Security, like your 401k, uh, a pension if you have one, for example. Um, so it's it's a straightforward process. And that's something we would urge everyone to do. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call us now at 803 803- nine retire. Part of our five-step retirement review includes a preliminary written retirement income plan made specifically for you. So once again, call us now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby He is with Preservation Specialists. And as we head to our first break, let's take a look back at 1984. It was this week in 1984. Michael Jackson ended up getting burned after his hair caught fire while singing his hit Billie Jean for a Pepsi-Cola commercial in L.A. The special effects went wrong. Cannot believe that was 37 years ago. Here's Michael Jackson. We'll be right back. Oh,
2: The cat sat on the world is upside down and millions of Americans are out of work. Debt keeps rising and yet taxes and interest rates are at historically low levels. What's going to happen next? Oh, I don't know. Space monkeys could arrive. Times like these, it is important to do your homework and be prepared, especially if you're near retirement. Hi, it's Glenn Beck. This is not the time to go it alone and hope for the best. I want you to call Pat Struby today and find out what he can do for you right now. Do what other families just like yours have done for over 20 years. Call the team at Preservation Specialists. Call 803-9-RETIRE and schedule a complimentary phone or video consultation. Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists are local and independent. Their focus is you and your retirement. So call 803-9-RETIRE. Schedule a complimentary consultation and be prepared for your retirement years. 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principle.
3: 2021 is here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, I want to ask you a real personal question. How much is on your to-do list for this weekend?
1: (laughs) How are we doing Um, with that? I'm... I'm pretty bad. I, yeah. I make lists and they just accumulate and I keep thinking of ideas and I keep thinking of ideas and they never end. So I cannot actually name the number of things because it's too long.
0: I know. It's a mile <laughs> long. I, I have the same problem. And the problem with a long list, in my opinion, is you get overwhelmed And then you shut down. And we do not want to do that to you, our listeners, today. So we want to keep it simple. I found this article called Top 10 Steve Jobs Success Secrets for Insane Productivity. (laughs) So it's ironic because they're talking about keeping it simple. And that is the most ridiculous title of an article (laughs) I've ever read. But (laughs) the first couple of tips in this thing were prioritize ruthlessly, seek simplicity, And say no to a thousand things. So basically we want to keep it simple. And that's something I've really learned in helping my kids with a lot more of their schoolwork lately. When they look at this big long list of stuff to do all week, they get really overwhelmed. But if I give them just a couple things to do, then Mm. they can knock it out. So let's do that. That's my challenge for you, Pat. Keep it simple. What would be your top couple, maybe three topics for your retirement planning list that we need to get into today?
1: Yeah, so uh, if we narrow down um, top three topics for retirement planning, the three that, that I wanted to hit on today are um, generating income, mm-hmm. and then kind of the the healthcare and long-term care combination, and then income taxes.
0: Okay, so I appreciate that. You played along, you kept it short. Tell me why you picked these things. When, when you talk about the income planning, long-term care, and income taxes, why did these topics make the top of your list?
1: Well, two reasons. One is I think that uh, anyone listening, if they're thinking about their retirement, would certainly understand why these are some of the most important ideas. Certainly income, making sure you don't run out of income, and then healthcare. Uh, study after study shows that those are the two biggest concerns for people uh, heading into retirement. Taxes, I think, is certainly on people's minds right now. And then the other reason I picked these three, Jen, which is a little bit of a surprise for you, is because they're not about the stock market or investments. And that is what is thrown in our faces constantly by the media, by everything, right? The ticker and and whatever the Dow Jones is, is like plastered all over everything. So let's take a step back from that. Let's focus on some other things that are really important as well.
0: I think that is a really good point. And it it is good to go to the kind of boring but fundamental stuff. I mean, that's where it all starts. But going back to that feeling, like I said, when I have a really long to-do list and I feel really overwhelmed, if we have that feeling or we're overwhelmed by all the things we need to get done for our retirement, or maybe we're just worried we haven't done enough to prepare for it, do you have any tips for us? What can we do if that's where we are?
1: Well, I think w- the thing that comes to my mind, Jen, is the idea of the financial junk drawer, which is uh, most of us, you know, have very little to no training on how to be a grown up. Right? You, we just kind of stumble <laughs> along and figure it just out. Just have and, to
0: do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And most of us, after we've been an adult for a while, we keep thinking, why didn't they talk about this in high school or college? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but if we focus just on that financial end, just think of how we all cobble everything together. You know, we get our first job. Maybe they put us into a four hundred and one k. So now we start to have that account. We find out we need to have health insurance. We need to have car insurance. You think of all the different things we have. We have a bank account. We have a checking account. Maybe we have savings and it just, it adds and adds and adds. And it's all this paper just stuffed into a drawer and it's not cohesive in any way. And and the point I'm making here is it doesn't mean any of those things are bad or wrong to do. What it means is they're not part of a plan. They're not designed to work together. And um, Jen, the number of people that I can tell you that I've met with over the years where they've been trying their best, but Deep down, they know that's exactly what's going on. Maybe they've got 10 great things they've put together, but there's no kind of cohesiveness to how they're actually working. Mm -hmm. And so that's the reason that we have just a tremendous value placed on building a plan and then executing a plan and then managing a plan and that's the reason we focus on that with our work and it's the reason we actually trademarked our process and we call ours a custom built retirement plan because uh, we don't believe you know any type of generic financial information is really that valuable for you because you really need something that's designed for what you're trying to accomplish so if you have that overwhelm that tells me you probably don't have a plan built so that would be certainly a reason that I would strongly encourage you to give us a call at 803 9 Retire. We block off time for our financial planners, specifically for listeners of the show. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to get started at 803 9 Retire.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists and he's the author of the book Save Your Retirement. And I am Jen Rizak alongside. Pat, as we are trying to battle these feelings of being overwhelmed or making sure that we are prepared for retirement, how do we know if we've saved enough for retirement? I I feel like that's such a a difficult question for so many people to answer.
1: It is. And the funny thing about it is that's what we all want to know. And yet very few financial firms actually help you figure that out. Uh, I've been told that by so many people over the years. And so this is why we always talk about the absolute foundational piece of a, of knowing you're going to be okay in retirement is what we call a written retirement income plan. And so all that means is figuring out kind of what you're trying to accomplish, which kind of entails, you know, when do you want to retire? Uh, what type of lifestyle do you want to lead and so we know you know how much income you need in retirement um, and then we factor in all of your resources social security pensions nest egg all those kinds of things and we help you you know build that out we we work on taxes on inflation everything like that and then we can give you a idea of where you stand and if it shows that you would not run out of money that's a pretty darn good feeling right mm-hmm. I mean that yeah. shows you kind of in black and white hey there's a great chance we're going to be okay uh, and then if there's a gap, then that's not fun to see, but at least you know where you stand, and then you can start making decisions from there. So we believe that that is the the very first piece that's uh, so important uh, when you're thinking about um, if you've saved enough to retire.
0: Right. And, and talk a little bit about what comes next as far as figuring out how to generate income from what we've saved. What what are some of the options for making sure that we have enough income in retirement?
1: Well, I think there are a lot of financial and retirement rules that we've kind of thrown out the window, Jen, because they really don't make any sense. One of the old ones that I still like is the three-legged stool of Mm -hmm. retirement income. And so, um, almost everyone's going to have some type of Social Security benefits, so we certainly want to factor those in and try to make the most of those. Uh, one big question mark is, will you have any pension benefits, either if you worked for the state or the federal government or for a company that had a pension? Uh, obviously, uh, as time goes on, we see those less and less. But if you've got that, we definitely want to make the most of it. And then the third one just means that's on your, that's your responsibility. That's your nest egg, your savings and investments. How are we going to take that money and squeeze as much income out of it as possible for you? And that's, of course, the name of the game for so many people.
0: And Pat, talk a little bit as well about how a retirement income plan, when you talk about that, how that is different from just taking money from your retirement savings as you need it, because it, 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 there's a little bit more strategy involved with an actual income plan, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and two, there's two parts to that, Jen. The first one is, you know, you hear people throw around the idea of a, you know, what rate do you withdraw from your account or something like that? And the important thing to understand about that is that only works if you have an account that never, ever has any losses. And so the problem with that is the stock market definitely does not qualify. Bonds don't even qualify. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess with interest rates the way they are, no one's going to, no one's going to, you know, put all their nest egg into CDs and make less than 1% a year and draw that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just, it's just not possible right now. So, uh, it's really difficult when you're doing this type of retirement planning. So that means you need to figure out a more diversified, way of building out your nest egg so you have uh, places that you can safely draw from. Um, So that's the first piece that I would say. Now, when we're talking about your written retirement income plan, we actually look for a number of items. The first one, I know it sounds silly, but we need to find a way to make sure your income is consistent and reliable. Well, that's obvious, right? But Mm -hmm. the the problem is if you're depending on the stock market, that is not consistent and it's not reliable. So that's why we have to look for other options. The next one is it it has to keep up your buying power because things always get more expensive over time so we have to plan for that the third one is also pretty obvious is we have to make sure it lasts as long as you do and of course what i always joke about with clients is the problem with that is no one knows how long that is right, right. so right. makes the planning a lot more complicated and then the last piece is if you're married we need to have a continuation plan. God forbid one of you passes away before the other, uh, because that's going to affect a lot of those benefits. Um, so when Social Security only only the higher of the two continues if someone passes away. So it's one of those things where none of those sound like rocket science, but when you put it all together, it actually becomes fairly complicated. And so that's the idea of rather than getting overwhelmed, um, let's have one simple plan that we can look at and see where you stand with all those things and help you make the most of each of those resources that you have. And that is the goal of ultimately giving you a worry-free way to set up your retirement. If you don't have that yet, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
0: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
3: Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Strube's
2: best-selling book. Order yours today. To schedule a visit for your own
3: customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. and I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And as we talk today, it's important for you to know that just because you have a healthy balance in your retirement savings account does not mean you have an income plan. You still have some work to do. And it's, it's definitely a good thing, Pat, to be successful with the saving part, but that's kind of the easier part. I I think more about that mountain analogy that we've talked about before. When you're going up a mountain, it's kind of hard to miss the top. I mean, it's hard work (laughs) to get there, but it's pretty obvious. The top is up there, and you just go to it. But when you turn around and have to come back down, there are all different places where you can get lost, and there's all different risks that happen there. So when we're coming back down that mountain in retirement, what are some of the risks we need to be aware of when it comes to saving and preserving our income?
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things Jen where you don't want to put in your notice for retirement and then feel like now you have more stress, right? right? right. <laughs> so that's that's really what we want to help our listeners is, you know, just We don't want to focus on the risks. We want to help you identify them so you can plan for them and and not have to worry about them. So when I think of risks after you have retired, uh, when dealing with your finances, the thoughts that came to mind for me, the two that I always say together are longevity and inflation. The first two retirement villains in my book, Save Your Retirement, um, because we don't know um, how long you need your money to last. And the longer you live, the more inflation is going to compound and eat away at the spending power of your money. So they really go hand in hand. Certainly stock market crashes are a huge risk because most of us have kind of become our own pension managers and we have to find a way to invest and generate some type of return. So we need to try to protect against um, stock market crashes and then the last one I like to use this term spending shocks and that just mm. means things that are outside of your budget and not fun things like vacations uh, this is usually <laughs> things that right. are not fun to think about so maybe you have family needs it could be parents or kids um, that need need your help financially and then the big one um, that I know is very common unfortunately and is a big concern to so many people is health care mm-hmm. and even potentially long-term care if you need you know assisted living or, or nursing care uh, something like that.
0: You're right. And, and Pat, you're right. There are things that are outside of our budget that we're okay with spending that extra money on. We kind of look forward to it when it's <laughs> something like a vacation, but then the same amount toward like a medical bill not so fun. We do not have the same attitude toward that at all. And with healthcare costs since you mentioned that, Fidelity, they've updated their numbers for their they do an estimate every year for what the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend on healthcare and retirement and now it's up to 200 Ninety-five thousand dollars. So now, wow. I'm really getting close to three hundred thousand dollars here. That doesn't even include long-term care. So how do you talk to people about that? How do we prepare for that?
1: Well, I, we always talk about there being three possible categories, and then we just want to address each one of those uh, with our with our clients. So the first one is if you um, are planning or hoping to retire prior to age sixty-five then um, do you have access to some kind of group health insurance? Um, So does your employer even offer that? I was meeting with um, some new clients uh, just the other day, and they have done a phenomenal job of planning for retirement, saving and investing. And one of them is meticulous and has the spreadsheet with all the details. And I asked them about this question. They kind of looked at each other and said, oh, we have no idea. And so uh, I said, well, I would definitely check with HR because if you have access to that, that's awesome, mm-hmm. right? And, and you should feel good about it. If not, we need to plan for that. So that's number one. Um, number two, uh, the reason I say prior to age 65 is generally speaking, most, most of us will qualify for Medicare at age 65. So we just need to make sure you understand how that works. And then if you need to get a supplement policy at that time, we need to make sure we budget for that. And then the third area then, like uh, you and I mentioned a moment ago, is long-term care, which refers to non-hospitalization, non-doctor care, assisted living, nursing, home, um, anything like that, that is not covered by health insurance. That's not covered by Medicare. Um, So how do we uh, wrestle with that? How do we help plan for that? And so um, what we're doing is we're kind of building out three different categories, Jen, and just making sure we're budgeting appropriately and planning for those so that they are not a shock to you um, later on in retirement.
0: And when it comes to the long-term care piece, talk a little bit about that part of your planning process and some of the options for dealing with that, because some people might think, well, there's long-term care insurance and that's it, but it seems like there are a lot of different ways to handle this now.
1: Yeah, that's right, Jen. And and this is an interesting topic where I always bring in the offense-defense idea. Which offense, you know, if you think of in a football game, you have to have both, obviously, to win. Right. Right. Um, But in if you think of retirement planning, offense would typically be like your investments and things like that. And of course, everyone generally likes talking about that and and likes talking about generating dividends and making money. Uh, But this is, of course, about defense. Uh, How do you protect against, um, you know, if someone needs nursing care and it's Three, five, seven thousand dollars a month, uh, where is that going to come from? And um, we actually, uh, with each family that we work with, I always say this isn't the most fun topic to talk about, but you're going to feel good once we make a decision on the plan. And I think we've identified about six different uh, possible solutions, Jen. Of course, we don't have time to go into all of those today, but um, there is traditional long-term care insurance, um, which can provide a lot of protection. It's very, very expensive. So a lot of people, you know, that's a, that's a huge problem or just not appealing to them. Um, There are other options. There are what I would call a hybrid insurance where you have something that has maybe a death benefit to it that you can access for long-term care. Um, That gives you uh, the potential to at least know it's going to be paid out to your family one way or the other. And then there are also places you can put some of your nest egg where maybe you can get some type of nursing care benefit. One example would be there are types of annuities where, if it's paying you monthly income in retirement, if you need nursing care, then that income may go up. It may go up as much as double. Um, so, that's an interesting idea. Now, that may not be enough money to pay the whole nursing care bill if that's needed, uh, but it's just we're just trying to identify all the different resources out there and help you figure out the pros and cons of each. And, and Jen, that's why we talk about the fact that we are independent, uh, we are fiduciaries. And so, it doesn't matter to us how we solve that problem. We just want to help you figure out what fits best for you. And so if we have maybe six different possibilities, we may go through that list and we may quickly identify as a team that three or four of those just don't make any sense for you at all. And then now we've got to narrow it down and we can kind of figure out between the others what makes more sense. And so that's the beauty of, again, what we talk about is a custom built retirement plan, which means it's not a boilerplate, but it's specific to your goals and your concerns. And if you don't have something custom built like that, Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. And before I get into any questions about taxes, it's always good to put out that reminder that there's no specific tax advice here on this show. Everyone's situation is unique, and we encourage you to get that specific guidance with someone qualified before you make any decisions about this as it relates to your personal situation. So, of course, we have a very general discussion here On the show, Pat, but we can't be giving any very specific tax advice here. But how often do people overlook taxes when they are planning for retirement?
1: Hmm. That's interesting, Jen. I think. A lot? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the the word that I would use is an overlook. I would say it's ignored. And and what I mean by that is it's kind of what we talked about earlier in the show, which is, you know, we're used to just. Paying taxes as Americans, and you know, maybe you diff- you can avoid some by contributing to a four hundred one k or something like that. Uh, but most people just have no idea how much control they can have over their taxes in retirement, and that's why we think again, this the term we use is proactive tax planning, and and what that means is really being thoughtful and intentional about what you're doing tax wise. And the exa- a quick example I'll give Jen is. It's uh, very common. I've seen, you know, 23 years um, that I've, I've been helping people plan for retirement. Uh, it's very common for someone to come in and say, hey, I'm about ready to retire. Here's my situation. And maybe they've done an awesome job of saving. They've got a million bucks in their 401k, mm-hmm. but they don't have any other savings and investments. Well, they are Um, not tax-diversified, right? So, every single penny they take out is going to be fully taxable to them in retirement. Well, if tax rates go way up, that's a huge problem for that person, right? Mm -hmm. So, what we want to do is we want to be proactive and think about, okay, we could have money in a 401k. Maybe we could have money in outside of tax-deferred accounts, like just regular savings and investments. Or maybe we could look at something that could be tax-free on the back end, like a Roth IRA, And what are the consequences of each of those? Again, nothing's perfect. Like you said, this is a general discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so everyone's situation is going to be different. And that's the exciting part for us when we're custom building a plan for a client is we can help them um, try to be thoughtful and proactive with their tax planning. Hopefully, uh, they're not paying too much tax now, but we can help them save a lot of taxes down the road.
0: Right. And just make sure that people understand as well the difference between Tax preparation and and this idea of having a tax-efficient strategy and that tax planning, because that is what I think feeds into this idea of just kind of ignoring it, where we just accept the fact that we're going to pay taxes, but that's kind of what you're getting at here is the difference between these two concepts, Right.
1: Yeah, and the analogy I love for this, Jen, is is if you imagine we're we're driving down the road together, and you have the um, the rearview mirror is your tax preparation because Mm -hmm. that's you know if you do your own taxes through TurboTax or if you have a CPA what you're basically doing is you're putting all your financial information together from last year and you're handing it in and it's getting prepared. And so that's looking in, looking backwards. So that's the rear view mirror. What we want to do with this proactive planning to be as tax efficient as possible is we're looking out the windshield. We want to be looking into the future. We want to be smart about this year and next year, but we really want to be thinking about what are the taxes you're going to be paying for the rest of your life. And that, that of course, is a very different discussion and we think can have tremendous value.
0: And Pat, what are some changes that we should think about right now if we would like to just reduce the overall impact of taxes on our retirement?
1: The big overarching idea that we think has tremendous value right now, Jen, especially where our country is with as much debt as we have, is the idea of Tax diversification. So everyone has heard of diversifying your investments. Mm -hmm. Tax diversification is the same idea. There's three possible ways your money can be taxed. You could be tax deferred like your 401k or a traditional IRA, which has some good benefits, of course, but it'll be taxable on the back end. Um, You have just regular savings and investments. You know, if you have money in the bank and you make a few pennies of interest, you get taxed on that each year. So that's kind of annually taxable. And then you have this tax-free bucket, which would be like a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k where generally withdrawals will come out tax-free. And we think everyone... As they're preparing for retirement, even if you're retired now, everyone can benefit tremendously from looking at those three. Let's let's take a look at where you stand right now. Where does your money fit in those three categories? And then is that the way it should be? Or should we take the opportunity right now and maybe start shifting some of that one way or the other so that you're in a much better position down the road? And that's one of the five areas of our five-step retirement review is that proactive tax planning. If you haven't had someone help you with that or take a look at that, I would urge you, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review at 803-9-RETIRE.
0: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury.
4: The first question people ask is, how do I enroll into Medicare? Well, it depends. If you're turning 65 and you're already taking Social Security income benefits, you don't have to do anything. Medicare will automatically enroll you into Parts A and B of Medicare. If you're not taking income benefits, then you can enroll online or over the phone. To enroll online, you need to set up your My Social Security account at ssa.gov. Once you have this completed, go back into ssa.gov and enroll into Parts A and or Part B, depending on your situation. It's easy and it only takes about 10 minutes. If you're not a computer person, you can call your local Social Security office and they can enroll you over the phone. At age 65, you can't enroll online. When you call, there'll be two forms you'll need. One is an application for Part B, and the other is completed by your employer. Your employer will attest that you've had coverage from the time you turn 65 until the time you're coming on Medicare. You then submit these to your local Social Security office. Please know there can be financial penalties if you don't enroll in the proper timeframes.
0: Visit Tim's website, medicareblueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
3: 2021 is here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, there are some words of wisdom that stand the test of time. So we have some timeless advice for all of you to keep in mind for your retirement. Pat, I did a little research here. I'm going to give you some different quotes from different figures throughout history and I want you to talk about what they have to do with retirement planning or making financial decisions. Um, so hopefully you're, you're good with that. I will tell you <laughs> most. I think these are all pretty, pretty easy to tie into money. I'll try not to make it too hard for you. So Okay.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one here, it's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this is an interesting one. He says the desire of gold is not for gold. It's for the means of freedom and benefit. I thought that was a great one. What, what does mm. that tell you about how we should think about our money when it comes to our retirement?
1: Well, Jen, I I think that this one is really powerful. And I think it's kind of, I mean, this is, you did not start off with a light one here, okay? (laughs) So, uh, and the reason I'm thinking about this is this is something that every single one of us is probably good to have in front of us. And what I mean by that is, even as someone who does this for a living, I can get caught up in, you know, thinking about what's the best investment or what's the best return or something like that. And uh, what's very powerful about this quote is, that the success of your financial plan or the success of your investments is not about accumulating the biggest pile of money or getting the best rate of return on your money. And yet, that's what we all talk about, right? That's what the media talks about. That's what magazines, you know, the news, everything is about, you know, this hot fund or Mm -hmm. this is the rate of return of the Dow Jones, right? All these things over and over and over again, these things that are in front of our face. But yet, that's not actually what success is about success with our money is about accomplishing our goals. Right, And no one has the goal of, I wanna have the biggest pile of money when I die, right? No <laughs> one really thinks that, and yeah. and yet we become obsessed over that. Or we think about, well, the stock market made 10% last year, and I only made 5%, I need to change everything, my plan is a mess, You know, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. Because for most of us, money is not about being rich, it's about having some kind of security and comfort and freedom, And the way we get that is by having... Uh, money to live off of in retirement to be able to do the things that we want to do. And, you know, that's kind of the positive side, Jen. On the negative side, you know, the things that we all fear, these are the things that people have told us dozens and dozens of times. I don't want to have to eat cat food. I don't Mm want to have to apply to be a greeter at Walmart when I'm 88 years old because I don't have any money anymore. These are real-life things that we think about, and that's what's important. It's not about, you know, what the Dow Jones did yesterday. And so I think that this quote about – the desire of gold is not for gold it means freedom and benefit i think that's what that's about and what a powerful reminder! And hopefully, when you hire a financial planner, that's that's something we can help you with—is helping you keep your eyes on your goals, and and that will help you obviously accomplish them.
0: Right. And and you know, I think you can take it even further into that whole idea of recognizing what is a tool and what is something that's actually of value. We look at all these financial tools, and you think about something like an annuity. People don't want an annuity because they want an annuity. It's what it does for them. If that's the thing that they need to get income, it's about that. It's not, I want an annuity just because I want an annuity or this fund or that fund or this account or that account, right? It's about what it means for you when you have it.
1: That's a really great point, Jen, because The tools are the very specific thing, and that's what the media talks about. That's what Mm -hmm. they put in front of us because it's what people are selling, right? Someone's selling an annuity. Someone's selling a mutual fund. Someone's selling a managed money portfolio. And so that's what goes into our mind. But in fact, that's actually the last piece. And where you start is you start with planning and you just start with goals and objectives. And then actually after that is not even the tools. After that's the strategies. Okay, well, so we know you want to make sure you don't die broke. Okay, so the strategies now is we're gonna build a plan for your income. And once we have an idea of where that's gonna come from, now we start digging into the tools. So we mm-hmm. often, as human beings, and we do this in other areas of our life, right? We get things completely backwards. And so <laughs> yeah. I think that that's a, that's a wonderful, uh, it's, a, it's a perfect example that, that you've used there, Jen, is people don't buy a tool, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a physical tool in our house. We don't actually buy the tool because we want the tool. We want what it's going to give us. Right, and right. it's the exact same way with whatever planning we're doing with finance and just keeping that big picture piece in mind. Uh, hopefully, can be uh, quite valuable,
0: right? And, and you said just a, a minute ago about how sometimes we're looking at these things backwards. Speaking of looking at things backwards, that kind of takes me into our next one of these words of wisdom. This one is Thomas Jefferson. Never spend your money before you've earned it, (laughs) because how Mm. often is that a problem? Now, you know, these are things that we all try to teach our kids, and it's pretty easy when you're talking about here's a small amount of cash, here's your allowance, and here's teaching you to look at a toy that you can afford. It gets a little bit more complicated in the world of adulting that we're all in. (laughs) Talk about how important it is, though, to not lose sight of that basic lesson. Live within your means before and in retirement.
1: Well, and Thomas Jefferson clearly um, does not know what we know as Americans now, which is you should spend like crazy and not worry about what you make, right? Right, (laughs) right. And
0: what our federal debt is and all of it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Yeah.
1: Well, and one of my first mentors uh, had a saying. He said, you know, there's two types of people in the world, people that pay interest and those that earn interest. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, And that's very oversimplified, of course. You know, we were fortunate enough to buy a building for the company. And we have a loan on the building, but that has afforded us the opportunity to, you know, we think that that could be a great investment for us over a lifetime. And uh, we don't feel like we're over borrowing. So there are certainly ways that we can borrow. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or, you know, foolish with your money. But uh, certainly, you know, having a mortgage on your home is very different than going crazy with a credit card mm-hmm. and not being able to pay it off, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that a lot of our clients know that, um, you know, we all go through phases in our lives, uh, many of us when we're younger and we're learning these things. Are trying to figure that out and maybe have some debt issues. Um, certainly, by the time someone is in their fifties or sixties, uh, is usually when someone's hiring us. And a lot of times they've already, you know, figured that stuff out. But sometimes that's part of our process is help, you know, if they do still have some debt, helping them kind of figure out priorities, uh, how to resolve that. But and then certainly to your point, Jen, we have to know what our means are in mm-hmm. retirement so you can enjoy it and not be worried about stressing about your debt, you know, throughout your retirement. Once you having enjoyment in retirement, not financial worry.
0: Right. Right. And let me just take a quick second to give the phone number as we talk a little bit about some of these concepts of understanding what's going on with the budget putting together the plan making sure that your income will last that is all a part of what Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists can help you with. So just real quickly, let me give that phone number. 803-9-RETIRE is the way you can reach them if you haven't really thought a whole lot about what exactly is going on with your budget. What tools are you using to make sure your income will last? And do you know the money will last as long as you need it to last? Again, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. We are in our timeless advice segment here on the show today going through some words of wisdom from figures throughout our history and applying them to the things we talk about all the time on this show the next one is from confucius when prosperity comes do not use all of it i really like that one it's another Mm -hmm. one on prudent financial decisions And I think it relates to having a strategy for spending your money so you don't use it all too quickly because it'll feel pretty prosperous when you can get into those retirement accounts for the first time.
1: No doubt, Jen, and, and I can't help but think of you know one of my jobs at the house is um, I read Bible stories to the girls before mm-hmm. bedtime, yep. and um, you know how they try and do a good job of you know making them age appropriate, right? So, right. Uh, so if they're picking out the best 100 stories of the Bible, so Joseph from the Old Testament is always in there, and mm-hmm. you know we we're kind of recycling through that the last couple of years. I can't help but think of Joseph, you know, when he became kind of the Pharaoh's right hand man, and there were these seven years of abundance, and he was having this them store so much of the food because, you know, God had told him in a dream there'd be seven years of famine. And, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, of course, it's not exactly that necessarily, but we we all know. I mean, that's that's real life. We all have uh, highs and lows in our lives. As a country, we have economic cycles, and you know, better times and worse times. We've all, mm-hmm. you know, once you reach a certain age, you know those things. And if anyone says, well, whatever's happening now is going to continue indefinitely, that means they have no idea. <laughs> They've never <laughs> understood history. So yeah, I mean, that that's something we absolutely all must remember. And for most of our clients, they're very often very conservative, and they want to they don't want to take a lot of risk in retirement. So we're making conservative estimates. And then when we do have more prosperity than the assumptions that we have, then we always say, what a wonderful thing to have to decide and say, okay, we've got more in here than we, than we'd ever anticipated. What do we want to do with that? And do we want to save it for a rainy day? Do you want to maybe take an extra trip or, you know, those are wonderful adjustments to make as opposed to adjustments on the downside. Mm-hmm. We don't want to ever have to come back and say, okay, we have to cut your income. If we can right. make sure we never have to do that. And the only adjustments are because of prosperity, then that's a wonderful thing.
0: Right, right. But always thinking ahead and recognizing that there could be tougher times ahead and being ready for that. It's a good lesson for all of us at any stage in life, not just not just retirement. And I have one more. I saved the best one for last. Uh, This one is Teddy Roosevelt. If you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble. You wouldn't sit for a month. (laughs) That's what (laughs) just made me laugh. And because I'm sure you've seen this, how often do we get in our own way, and we're the one that's giving us all the problems when it comes to making wise decisions with our money?
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh so jen i had never heard this quote before and I love I might, it might it might be my new favorite quote of all time it's it's it really is amazing especially because i didn't see exactly where it was going as i was as i was kind of mm-hmm. hearing it you know so right. yeah i think that that is we all know obviously that no one has been perfect with their money and sometimes people tell me you know i was embarrassed to come in and, and talk to a financial planner and and i always just urge anyone that there is no person that's perfect with their money i've been a financial planner my entire adult life i have not been perfect with my money so i certainly don't judge anyone else for the decisions they've made and you know there's no value in you know judging or you know condemning someone for something they've done in the past what we want to do is we want to look at the future and help you there uh but you know uh benjamin graham is kind of a investing icon uh, and he was one of the people that that warren buffett learned the most from for example and he actually said that was a quote of his that the investor's biggest enemy is always themselves. and i just think this is one of one of our philosophies jen which is Investing is hard and finances are hard and we believe there's tremendous value in hiring a planner. But we also understand that the human mind and heart is not built to have all your money in the stock market and have these wild swings where it can go way up and way down and things of that nature. And so we believe that uh, we want to try and smooth that ride because if ultimately your goal is to retire, enjoy your life, never run out of money, and then also not have to stress about money all the time then smoothing out that ride could be of of huge value. It could be priceless even. And so that's part of the preservation specialist philosophy is helping you create an income plan so you know where your income is coming from and having an investment plan that's not going to try to go for the home run every single time. We want to just make sure it's as steady as absolutely possible and helping lead you towards your goals. So if you don't feel like you have an income plan and an investment plan with that focus, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Those are part of our five-step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE.
0: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure you remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. And be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you then.
3: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.